0: At Boston Medical Center, we are welcome and treated equally through our commitment to serve everyone. BMC offers numerous outreach programs and health services, including this podcast series to hear our doctors and other staff members. It's Boston Med Talks with Melanie Cole. Through the hormones it produces, the thyroid gland influences many of the metabolic processes in your body. As a result, thyroid disorders can be far-reaching and can range from nodules to hypothyroidism to life-threatening cancer. My guest today is Dr. Alan Farwell. He's the chief in the section of Endocrinology, Diabetes, and Nutrition and the director of the Endocrine Clinics at Boston Medical Center. Dr. Farwell, tell us a little bit about the thyroid gland. Give us a brief overview of what it even does.
1: Sure. The thyroid gland is a a butterfly-like gland that's in the front of your neck, and it produces a hormone uh, that regulates your metabolism called thyroid hormone. And when I say regulates your metabolism, it can uh, uh, regulate your temperature to some degree, it regulates your weight, and when the thyroid is not working normally, uh, it can disrupt pretty much every... Uh, system in your body. So
0: what are some of the most common thyroid issues that you see?
1: So basically the three most common uh, disorders uh, that the thyroid can uh, develop is an underactive thyroid or called hypothyroidism and uh, an overactive thyroid called hyperthyroidism or lumps or bumps in the thyroid called thyroid nodules. Thyroid nodules are actually the most common problem, can be seen up up to 50% of people that have imaging tests in their neck. But the one that gets a lot of uh, discussion about how to treat is hypothyroidism.
0: Then let's talk about hypothyroidism, and what are some of the signs and symptoms that people would notice? And is this something that strikes one gender more than another?
1: Yes, actually, both... uh, Hyper- and hypothyroidism uh, and thyroid disorders in general affect women more than men. Hypothyroidism, uh, or when the thyroid is not working well or is underactive, uh, you get symptoms that are very, very nonspecific, but together are things like being slow, sluggish, tired, gaining weight, cold, constipated, dry skin. Uh, all those symptoms uh, are uh, co- very common in people who have an underactive thyroid. What makes hypothyroidism a challenge is that uh, most of the pay- people that complain of those symptoms do not have hypothyroidism. So it is something that is uh, definitely much more common in women than men, about 8 to 9 to 1. The most common cause of an underactive thyroid is it's an autoimmune disorder known as Hashimoto's thyroiditis. About um, hey, This is caused by your body making an antibody that attacks the thyroid and tries to destroy it. Antibodies usually attack infection and viruses, but uh, they get confused with Hashimoto's and attack the thyroid and destroy it. And that is by far the most common type of hypothyroidism.
0: So, how do you diagnose it if a woman or a man is having some of these symptoms and they're and they're not sure what it is? And as you say, sometimes that's not what it is. How is it diagnosed? And sometimes, doctor, is it diagnosed just during a physical or when the doctor goes to you know, kind of give you your annual well checkup?
1: So, uh, the way to diagnose uh, thyroid dysfunction in general but specifically hypothyroidism is through uh symptoms of how you're feeling and if you have symptoms that would make someone concerned about uh have making your doctor concerned about being hypothyroid but it it has to be confirmed with thyroid blood tests and there are two uh specific thyroid blood tests the most common to diagnose thyroid problems is something called TSH or thyroid stimulating hormone. TSH is produced by the pituitary gland, and it uh, turns on or turns off the thyroid, uh, depending on how much thyroid hormone your body needs at any one time. It's frequently the other blood test that is done is on the actual thyroid hormones, predominantly T4 or thyroxin, which is the main hormone that the thyroid makes. Uh, Also, T3, which is uh, the main active form of thyroid hormone, which T4 gets converted to in uh, target tissues and in other parts of the body. So, it can be very confusing uh, because the thyroid hormone levels and the TSH levels are opposite each other. So, when the thyroid is underactive, the, uh, the thyroid hormone levels are low but the TSH levels are high. So oftentimes, patients will say, uh, well, my tests were low or my tests were high, and you don't really know what that was, uh, what that really means, because it could mean the exact opposite thing. But if you get blood tests, uh, that will tell you uh, whether the hormone levels are normal or are abnormal, and if they're abnormal, Uh, Whether the symptoms you have are consistent with uh, hypothyroidism or any other thyroid dysfunction.
0: So many of the symptoms that people experience, and especially women, when they have thyroid disorders such as hypo or even hyper, could be depression. Or, or thinning hair, or any of these things that also could be the same as going through menopause or perimenopause. So what do you say to women when you're treating them about treatment options available and how long they might have to be on these treatments?
1: So uh, for the vast majority of uh, people diagnosed with hypothyroidism, uh, when you start on an, on thyroid hormone replacement, then that uh, pretty much is lifelong. There are some uh, situations uh, of things called a thyroiditis that may get better, but the vast majority, once you get diagnosed with, a, uh, with hypothyroidism, you're going to be on thyroid medication for the rest of your life. Now, the way we treat hypothyroidism predominantly is with uh, the actual hormone that the thyroid makes called thyroxine. And we can give it to you in a uh, synthetic form called levothyroxine, and the, that's the generic form of thyroid hormone. The brand names are things like Synthroid and Levoxyl and Tyrosin. But uh, levothyroxine, uh, they're all essentially the same active component, which is that thyroxine uh, medication. And in the vast majority of patients that get diagnosed with hypothyroidism going on uh, the levothyroxine, they do fine, and they feel fine in the symptoms that they initially had when they were diagnosed, improve, uh, and sometimes completely resolve altogether. There are times, though, uh, especially with women uh, during their life where they may need more or less thyroid hormone, and one of the most important times is during pregnancy because the uh, requirements for thyroid hormone uh, go up to, when a woman is pregnant. So frequently, if someone's on thyroid hormone and they get pregnant, uh, we always tell them to get blood tests right away, and they may need a higher dose of uh, thyroid hormone. It's also something that uh, mild hypothyroidism that was undiagnosed can become uh much more uh severe when a woman gets pregnant so uh symptoms of hypothyroidism and family history of thyroid uh problems would uh oftentimes uh indicate getting a blood test uh once they know that they're pregnant uh conversely when a woman um, uh delivers a baby uh the thyroid hormone requirements drop so I have seen women have to increase their thyroid hormone levels two to three fold during a pregnancy. Um, but if you take everyone, uh, it's probably about a 25% increase in dose. And then after delivery, uh, cutting back on the dose. The other time that it is very common to have uh, dose changes is uh, what you had mentioned earlier uh, around uh, menopause. Because again, uh, there are changing hormones, specifically specifically estrogen levels, that can affect um, the amount of thyroid hormone that the body makes and needs.
0: So in just the last few minutes, doctor, give a little bit of your best advice and what questions you would like your patients to ask you if you determine that they've got some sort of thyroid disorders and let them know what you'd like them to know about the treatment options available.
1: So, I think uh, certainly, uh, as I mentioned earlier, the vast majority of people with uh, weight gain and fatigue and uh, those non-specific symptoms will not have a thyroid problem, but it's certainly, if you develop these symptoms, are concerned about these symptoms, those are reasons to ask your doctor about testing for thyroid problems if you are uh, already on treatment and have been diagnosed with hypothyroidism then uh and you're not feeling well then uh that is the time that you could uh ask your doctor uh about potentially referring to see an endocrinologist to see if things need to be adjusted uh there are also other options for treatment uh i mentioned T3 is uh the other hormone that the thyroid makes, and sometimes small doses of T3 are uh, can be uh, are needed and can be helpful, but these are best uh, done in under the um, uh, watch of an endocrinologist. So I think that um, you know if you, you sh- the goal is to feel back where you were before you developed the thyroid problem. And I think the biggest thing to let people know is that the vast majority of people that are diagnosed with hypothyroidism or any type of thyroid disease get better and feel better and feel normal and live uh, normal lives. If you are one of the unfortunate individuals that continue to have symptoms, then I think that's where you should uh, be Asking your doctor to see a specialist, and if the specialist that you see, the endocrinologist you see, if you're not happy with uh, um, their advice, then seeing someone else, because patients are ultimately responsible for their own health and really need to be their uh, their biggest advocates. Uh, but I think there's pretty much hope for pretty much anyone with thyroid dysfunction that they should be able to get back to uh, feeling normal and feeling well and back to the usual uh, um, state of uh, how they're feeling.
0: Thank you so much, Dr. Farwell, for being with us today and sharing your expertise. It's a topic that is of interest to so many people, and they don't really understand what the thyroid does and how some of these treatments can really help with symptoms they may be experiencing This is Boston Med Talks with Boston Medical Center. For more information, you can go to bmc.org. That's bmc.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.